2: Hey everyone, welcome to Talking Points. This is your host, Brian Kelly, and today we've got a little bit different of an episode. Uh, Recently, Virgin Voyages, which is the cruise line from the Virgin Group, asked me to host a press panel for a lot of exciting news about the cruise line, which is launching in 2020. When they said Richard Branson was going to be there, I said, of course, but only if I can... Uh, record it as a podcast episode. So today you'll hear me introduce the panel and ask some questions about what I think is going to be one of the most interesting cruise lines in the world. Check it out. Good morning, everyone. So good to be here, and I'm sure all of you are thinking, what the heck is the Point Sky, a guy who's known for being in the sky, hosting a panel on cruises. And it may come as a surprise to you, but I actually have been on a number of cruises, mostly your boring Caribbean cruises, but I did actually once go on a gay cruise in the Baltic, of which I will share no details with you all today. (laughs) But I'm super excited to be here today. The cruise industry is evolving, and at the Point Sky, we cover much more than just air travel, uh, just last week, we were in Genoa looking at the new Virgin ship, and I've been told that today is a pun-friendly environment, so let's make ship happen. <laughs> Our first guest uh, on the panel today is a fellow aviation geek. She is the Vice, Senior Vice President of Design for Virgin Voyages. Let's welcome Dee Cooper. <laughs> Our second guest is the CCO and Head of Sailor Experience, He's been at Virgin, starting at hotels for over 13 years now. Let's bring on Nirmal Mutu. <laughs> chief customer, right? Chief, chief commercial officer. Customer, commercial, same thing. Our third guest is a cruise industry vet. He was one of the founding officers of Disney Cruises, then worked on The World. Let's welcome Tom McAlpin. And our last panelist needs no introduction. He's the founder of the Virgin Group, Sir Richard Branson. All right. So let's, let's get this started with the man of the hour. So Richard. From planes, trains, to spaceships, you seem dead set on conquering all areas of travel, but what made you choose cruises and why now?
1: Well, uh, I first came up with the idea when I was 27. Um, I didn't fancy uh, traveling on any of the cruise ships that I'd read about and and had feedback about, but I thought... Wouldn't it be fun if I could create a cruise ship for under 30 year olds where we could have a blast? Um, anyway, I reached 30, still didn't, still hadn't pulled it off. Um, reached 40, under 40 year olds, still still didn't, still didn't pull it off. I've, I've just kept going, and I haven't I haven't given up. So, um, so uh, it, so now I'm very much talking about this. This is going to be a cruise ship for young young at heart, rather than necessarily under 30. Um, they. Um, but I think, the, I think I, I've never been on a cruise ship, I've never fancied a cruise ship, um, uh, but, um, but that's the kind of reason why Virgin goes into something, to try to create uh, a cruise experience completely different from um, what, what anybody else is doing. I mean, in, you know, first of all, you know, we, we're not called, called Virgin Cruises, we're called Virgin Voyages, which I think uh, says something about um, what, what people can expect. Um, you know, one of the things I've hated about cruises was buffets where you have to – people have to queue up uh, for, for your buffet food. Um, Virgin will have 35 individual restaurants. Um, uh, they um, – you know, if we're going to have tables that but, are But built... will there be baked Alaska?
2: What's that? Will there be baked Alaska, which – you're
1: not a cruiser, but it's – Okay. It's on everything. <laughs> Actually, Probably <yeah>. not. <laughs> I'm thinking no. Uh, um, anyway, tables made for dancing on. So anyway, just to sort of sum up, sums up I think, um, the, the, the virgin attitude. Cool. Uh, Tom, this
2: one's for you. So you guys have set the epic sea change for all uh, as a motto. What does that mean?
3: So, you know, when you start a business as an entrepreneur, you, you need to think about creating the right culture and because you need to make sure that everybody is focused on exactly the right thing. And the way you do it is with a brand purpose and and ours follows along the same lines of the Virgin Group. Virgin Groups is changing business for good. Ours is an epic sea change for all, which means, and all is very broad. You know, at the center, I'd say there are five pillars. At the center of that is about our sailors, our, our customers, we call them sailors. But it's really more than that. It's about creating a change for our travel partners. We call them first mates. It's about the the other partners that we have. It's the communities that we operate in. Uh, It's for our our crew as well. And it's for our oceans. And so we want to create that culture and create an environment that not only hires the best people, trains them, but treats them like family because we want them to stay with us. So we are doing things and done a lot of research and for for example, we will not charge gratuities or have gratuities. We will pay our crew a salary um, and that allows them to get more stability in their, in their pay. Um, We have, Talk to them about what's important to them. And a way to communicate with with their families is really important. So we want them to stick around. Um, We're creating something called the the Scarlet Squad, which is really a focus on uh, gender equality. And there's a whole program about that. Actually, Dee is the big sponsor. So do you want to tell us a little bit more?
4: Yes. I mean, we realize that in the maritime and technical roles in the cruise industry, there's only around 3%... Of, of individuals are female doing these roles, which we just thought were cra- was crazy, and we needed to do something about it. So we set up the Scarlet Squad to rebalance that, that field. Um, and we're starting right the way from recruitment to developing, mentoring, and really looking after these, these women in the maritime industry and setting the playing field level for them. So very, very exciting. I'm very, very proud to be part of that.
1: Definitely there, there was one uh, wonderful female captain that um, we really wanted to, you know, get on board for our first uh, board, you know, to, to to sail our ships, uh, sail our first ship. Um, I never fail. I, I flew a long way to you know, have dinner with her to. To you know, try to impress her that I actually turned up to come. I, I brushed her her shoes. I did everything I could, and 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 I failed. (laughs) So so we're still looking. If you got, if you know of any great uh, female uh, captains, just uh, do let us know. So one of the things uh, I think lacks in the cruise
2: industry, you know, there are loyalty programs. um, She she was
1: loyal to another company.
2: But, uh, Richard, last we talked around Virgin Galactic, I was asking about, you know, the ability to use Virgin Atlantic miles on Galactic and now with Voyages, how are you guys viewing loyalty and uh, kind of uh, disrupting so I think,
1: I, there? I, I don't think, you know, we've been around for a long time. We, I don't think we've done it very well at Virgin. I mean, Disney w- was very good at sort of like if somebody does this, they can do that and, so, and, and, and you just bounce them around. Um, we are now setting up something called Virgin Red, um, uh, which will cl- pull all the various Virgin companies together and, um, and reward people you know, as, as, as they go on cruises or use our planes or um, you know, go into space or whatever. And, and, and um, So I think um, you know, that's going to be launched with a big fanfare this year, and I think that will, yeah, that will help. Um, in the meantime, we do, you know, we do it on a slightly ad hoc basis. Tom, so today
2: people can start booking cruises. What's different about the booking process? Where can people book Virgin Voyages? Is
3: it Today is an incredibly exciting day. Six and a half years working to create this company, and a lot of people always ask me, when are you going to go on sale? When are you going to go on sale? It's today. Today. Today yes. is the day. A yes.
4: website is open. So,
3: so we can book in a number of ways. We can go on virginvoyages.com and make a booking online directly. Uh, you can call uh, our, our hotline, uh, our sailor services. So We have a, a call center in place in Plantation, Florida. They're eagerly waiting your calls. And uh, you can call one of your travel partners, and as we call them, our, fir- our first mates. So call your travel partners. Many ways to book, but the lines are open.
1: Yeah. We, we have a very important travel partner here. Go and stand up. Can you? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, it's- Matthew Attridge. Um, and you say no kids allowed. So is it 18 and up? Or will
2: you, will you bend the rules if there's a really well-behaved 16-year-old? Richard 16 continues to
3: ask me to bend the rules.
1: <laughs> so we I, have I, to... No, Richard. We'll have a vote on this. So, right. I, I think 16 year you're had adult. I, lo- I left school at 15. I started my business at 16. And I would hate to be called a kid when I'm 16. So I'm pushing for 16. He's insisting on 18. He wins on these sorts of issues. Uh, uh, finally, um, I win at something. Uh, 16 or 18? 16? Let's take a vote. Who thinks it should be 16? Uh, All right. The fact fact
3: that no one's put their hand up at 16 means 16, right? Uh, (laughs) We've got a couple of them. Nice try, Richard. But listen, we have done a a ton of research around it, really trying to create uh, a sophisticated experience. And as we talk to our future sailors, the feedback is overwhelming that even from moms and dads who have young kids, they want a holiday away from the kids. So uh, we found a way to create a much more elevated, sophisticated experience where our sailors can do, uh, detox and retox, have a good time, get away, rejuvenate, kind of have a transformational experience. And that's hard to do when you've got little ones running around. I, I've done some personal research and found that when you put kids in the pool, they scream. Uh, and we don't want that. We don't want kids running up and down the hall. We don't want gangs running up and down the hallway at uh, at midnight. And, you sound like and, and a cranky old the, man. <laughs> getting on so, the elevator and pushing every little button. So, so, so.
1: fortunately, he's he, he's created Disney Cruises. They they, they 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 can train these kids. So, so that we the, we, we the get the to time, do both the, ends of the spectrum. By the Richard. time they're eighteen, we'll we'll take them over. Yeah, that's right. So D, let's talk a little bit
2: about design. Um, I know that was one of the main ways you guys wanted to disrupt. What, what, will, be, what will the experience be like on the ship? Hey,
1: can I just say, D uh, is the most wonderful designer in the whole wide world. Give it um, up for wow! D. How about that? Uh, they, um, you know, Thank one you. one one thing we're really lucky about at Virgin is the fact that you know people like D. You know, was it was Virgin America. Before? Virgin, Atlantic, virgin Atlantic. I was It's a small child. Yeah, bounced, <laughs> b- b- bounced around creating wonderful Virgin companies, and it's so great to be able to just put these 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 incredible people in, in into new ventures. Where's Nathan? Stand up, Nathan. <laughs> He's way in the back, back there uh, with the baseball cap. Yeah. Uh, Nathan's been with Virgin Mobile in in Australia, with another company in Canada, and so on. And um, and yeah, is is um, yeah, he's pretty, he's all
3: right.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So design on our wonderful Scarlet Lady. we knew from our sailors that they wanted variety and choice and we had to deliver it in a bang up to date contemporary way with a little bit of a nod and a connection with those oceans and with those seas. Cause that's what's so wonderful about cruise holidays is that you are, you're out at sea enjoying sailing. Um, and if you think about these amazing cities that we live in, my favorite, obviously London, but then I'm biased. But if we think about Sydney, Nathan's favorite, and even all you New Yorkers, we're all really, really demanding of what these cities offer us, from the high choice of going up high, um, uptown to Fifth Avenue or going down to the Lower East Side and enjoying a little bit of the hot spots down there. We all want great choice and great experiences. So we knew we had to work with some amazing designers to create these spaces for us. And we, cho- and we started what we called the Creative Collective, and we have Tom Dixon from London, Roman and Williams based here in New York, Softroom from London, and um, Concrete Amsterdam all whose spaces we love to go and eat in, sleep in, and party in on the ground. And we wanted to take these guys and work with us on board the ship. What was really important is that they'd never worked on ships before, so they had real great sort of first time thinking about that. And, you know, my aim was to make you guys happy and to create an amazing holiday for you And equally, it was to try and keep Richard happy and to encourage him to come cruising and come on the Scarlet Lady with us, which I think think we've done. Um, So, you know, some of the spaces that we've created across the ship allow you to sort of relax and sort of enjoy all the different aspects that you want to do on holiday. We've talked about tox, detox, retox, and all that sort of life that modern customers we live. Um, And, um, you know, we've had a little bit of fun, and we've sort of enjoyed how ships are built and played little games and riffed off the nautical vernacular with things like frame line details or, indeed, our famous Razzle Dazzle restaurant, which is a nod to the graffiti print they used to use on ships. And then, equally, we created a kick-ass nightclub for everyone to have an amazing night out. So that's a great choice That we've created on board because ultimately we're we're trying to make a a cool, virgin voyage for you all to enjoy. It's all about cool cruising.
2: On the topic of entertainment, Nirmal, do you want to talk a little bit about that vision, the the customer experience, um, a little bit more beyond just nightclubbing?
5: Yeah, so um, over the last year or so, we've been on a series of ship teasers, telling everyone about our rebellious Lux experience. Uh, And today, we're actually announcing that we're expanding the creative collective that Dee talked about to include uh, a series of world-class producers from around the world who are going to help us create uh, entertainment. Now, we like to rename things, as you know, Brian, so we call our entertainment events and gigs, and we actually have a couple of them right here, actually, who are helping us, Gypsy and team over here, are helping us um, really rethink events and gigs on a ship. Um, We heard from our sailors that they really weren't looking for watered-down Broadway productions. They really didn't want to sit in a room with a thousand people and watch sort of a plain vanilla G-rated show. So given that we are adult by Design, as Tom said, we really took the power of Up by Design and we created a series of events and gigs that we think will open our sales perspectives. One of the things we also did was with Dee's help, we, we reconfigured the traditional main theater and we created what we call our Red Room with four different setups so people can be either spectating, they can participate, or they can be immersed in unique experiences, all peppered with virgin delights. And, and, you know, the the choice is endless. We've got intimate shows, we've got dance parties, we've got concerts, we've got DJ sets, we've got dodgeball at 1 a.m., late night munchies, Dee talked about that kick-ass nightclub (laughs) of ours. Uh, You know, it's endless, right? And we think people are going to revel in a festival of choice. And hopefully, given the variety, people will all have slightly different stories to tell of what they discovered in the Scarlet Lady, and and they'll come back just a little bit different from a voyage. And I think we have a video now to show uh, some of the things we're up to.
1: Just before we do, um, I'm told that Steve um, has just walked into the room. Where is he? Oh, there you are. So, so Steve, Steve uh, uh, is the senior uh, partner at Bain, or anyway, chairman of Bain, or something big, big, big Some, some uh, and, um, and he, he's he's very he's very important to us because he put a, a ton of, a ton of money into into this venture. Um, But the interesting thing is the reason he put that ton of money in was he did a lot of market research on the Virgin brand and, you know, could it expand the market? And the research came out to say that um, there was an enormous amount of people who would never dream of going on a cruise ship who would um, with with Virgin Voyages. And um, so the exciting thing for the cruise industry as a whole is I don't think we are necessarily be taking lots of people from other cruise ships. I think we really will you will know, we'll be expand, expanding the market. Um, right, the video.
0: <laughs> to be honest, when we did hear from Virgin, our first thought was, like, cr- cruise ship? That's... Did you get the right number? Yeah. (laughs) We went out to the entertainment community, and we met with tons of producers and creatives. The Seven Fingers. A circus company telling real human stories. Randy Weiner. It's called Dinner Theater. We do the best dinner, and the best theater, it's nuclear. Sam Pinkleton and Anitaj. immersive dance experience, though I don't want to call it that. Yeah. The Pigpen Theatre Company. So it's all of these little bits of heightened theatrical reality that pop up as you're wandering around the ship. And Rosalind and Alfredo.
4: My name is Dr. Alex Schiller and I'll never
0: sleep alone. And what we offered them was, we don't want to get into the producing business, we want to partner with people that do this. We think that was a little bit of a game changer, actually people creating stuff for us now. Their proposition was so different and so in line with our creative voice that we couldn't say no. There's a rebellious quality in the sense of, like when I say kind of
1: game-changing, just breaking all the rules and going into a place that's sort of more, I don't know, vital, essential, that there's something that has more to do with our, our genuine desires, and that's really exciting to me.
4: Cruise lines have approached me before and they needed it toned down. And Virgin wants me to make it even more out there, even more edgy.
0: Collaborating with a team for Virgin has been incredible because they keep wanting us to go further. We thought, you know,
5: this would be a really amazing place to do those smaller pieces and how many of those can we populate the ship with? So to Virgin's credit, they were like, yes.
0: They're saying they want our crazy weirdo dance experience. Do they really mean it? Do they do they still really mean it? And So far, the answer has just continued to be yes, and we've been given a lot of creative freedom. I was inspired by a space in California years ago on a tour at the Cerritos Performing Arts Center, the first space I ever saw that could transform. I suggested we consider doing something like that with this space. And we knew with some of the ambitions we had to redefine entertainment in the cruise industry. We felt we needed to give creative a great space to work in. People were telling us the things they expected to see on Virgin Voyages. They very clearly said they did not expect to see a Broadway show on a Virgin Voyages ship. They wanted to be surprised. They wanted to be in on something, part of discovery. Fast forward to today, we're in the midst of putting together these labs and workshops. Well, this is the first time that we are gonna share a, a dance experiment with a live audience. We have no idea what's about to happen. It could go so many different ways today. <laughs> this isn't just about if I go to the theater and see a show or not. This is way deeper than that. Anything could happen anywhere that will amp up the experience
4: a lot of people dancing in there, somebody's doing a thumbs
0: up, that seems thumbs like up. a good sign. There's a lot of strangers were smiling, so that's cool. So yeah, relief is still on hold because there's a lot more to do for the next steps, but it feels like it's on its way, put it that way. It's exciting seeing it all come from a pitch concept to putting it on paper and then seeing it come to life. This is what today is, so this is like the birth of the show for all of us.
1: we sold any tickets yet. So. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Nermo, uh
2: getting back to food. Food is so important. Uh, we know it's not going to be buffet-based, but can you expand a little bit on the experience?
5: Yeah, I think, Richard, you called it once a, boor- a boring buffet, I think you were saying, right? <laughs> so, yeah, no, this is going to be a foodie's delight. I mean, I love to eat, and I think a lot of the team will love to eat, so we wanted to make sure that we really rival the best food cities in the world as we created our food experiences. We really threw out the rule book. There's a lot of misperceptions and a lot of reality about cruise, cruise dining today, We got rid of the main dining hall, we got rid of the buffet, um, we got rid of assigned seating, we got rid of the stuffy formal dress codes. Everything is um, really meant to be about 20 intimate eateries. Um, We've got food that ranges from upscale Mexican to Korean barbecue to a food truck lineup that's going to be out of this world with a noodle bar and a taco stand and all sorts of fun stuff. The other thing we also did was um, we know that modern life, people really eat off hours. We wanted to change the opening hours of all of the restaurants. We've got extended eating eating times at all of our eateries. Uh, Late night munchies or 2 a.m. cravings can be fed. We've got an almost 24-hour diner. And we know that when you're on vacation, you like to sleep in. So uh, we made sure we had a glamorous brunch to wake up to and extended eating hours for breakfast as well. Uh, And the thing we also did is we went a step further. We made sure that uh, we didn't hit you with lots of pesky charges. So all of our restaurants were included uh, in our ticket fare. And it's sort of part of our broader ethos that we have. The other thing we also did, by the way, was uh, we put a bar in every restaurant. Because, you know, a bar in every restaurant makes it fun, makes it lively. Uh, And uh, with a bar in every restaurant, you might end up with some dancing on tables. I'm hungover just thinking about it. What about room service? Wait till tonight. Why
1: do people have munches at 2 a.m. in the morning?
5: Just because they, they've been tied, they've been out at one of the events and gigs, Richard. So they just, just want to get understood. something. Wanted, yeah. what,
2: what are your thoughts on room service? You know, some traditional cruise lines are getting rid of it or charging. What are, what's your take?
5: Yeah, so we'll be announcing later this year. It's a ship tease to come later in the year. You're trying to put me on the spot here, Brian, and make me reveal something I'm not supposed to. But just like everything we've done, we've rethought room service as well. So more to come on that.
2: Tom, all right, where is the first voyage, and, and after that, destination-wise?
3: So, you know, you've heard it before. We've, we do a lot of research because we believe in listening to our future sailors, where do they want to go. And what they told us is they want places that are off the beaten path. They want to see – So Necker the, Island, what we'll be seeing. That will be, that will be off the beaten path, a little far to go on a, on a five-night cruise. Uh, we also you know, looked at what are the length of the cruises. So we decided to sh- a slightly shorter cruise, five-night, five-night, then four-night cruises. But they also told us that they want variety. And so with just one ship, we can create variety by having by going to places like Havana. I mean, incredible culture there. Um, Puerto Plata, Dominican Republic. Uh, we go to uh, Costa Maya in Mexico. And all of these places provide us a rich, unique place to... Fun way to experience those. What what our sailors told us they want to have authentic experience where they can engage with the with the locals. So we're doing that, and they want to be able to have dinner and, and and be able to enjoy the nightlife. So each each sailing that we have will either have an overnight or a late night in one of our ports of call. And you know we also have been teasing with this secret destination. So we also have. You know, a secret destination we have. Well, totally I saw right on, on Instagram some fire
2: festival-like tease. <laughs> the secret <laughs> did, did destination you is tell Pablo, Escobar's, no
5: Pablo Escobar's not, island. Not Pablo Escobar's island. <laughs> but can you, t- can you finally tell <laughs> us this secret? I,
1: I, I, I can't keep a secret. I, 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 I <laughs> surprise, surprise. But, but, but,
3: but I think you should say. So we have created, again, based upon a lot of talking to ourselves, uh, the balance between that cultural experience they want a virgin beach club experience. So we will create a exclusive, for our exclusive use, a virgin beach club experience in Bimini, the Bahamas. Bimini is a fantastic little island, seven miles long, uh, not well known, but it's one of those places where there's a lot of things to explore. There's seven miles of beaches that you can walk down, explore. Uh, they're incredible water sports. to go to a to a uh, a big ship that is still uh, anchored. It's, it's a, a wreck. It's been there for 50 years, probably longer. You can snorkel around it. Incredible experiences with uh, a stingray experience, live stingrays in the wild. Uh, tons of stuff to do. But you go back to the beach club, and it will be cool and hip. It's a combo of... Oh, I think Dee will talk about it in a little more detail. Why don't I turn it to you? You could tell us more about the Beach Club.
4: Okay. Yeah, I think ultimately everything we're doing is about um, the modern romance of sailing and is what is more beautiful than sailing into this amazing Bahamian island and and jumping off the ship and dipping your toes into some beautiful ocean water. Um, you know, it's very hard. It's beautiful sky out here today in New York, but we all know it's a little bit chilly out there. And all of us dream, you know, us Northern Europeans and us Northern americans dream of some sun and some sea and some warm ocean breezes at this time of years so bimini will offer us that and the beach club is going to be an amazing experience some
3: incredible renderings you can see up there so Yeah, the so club. we're
4: starting to show you the renderings. so we're very pleased to have eoa edge of Art Ar- architecture here who again expanding our creative collective have been helping us create the beach club um The aim here is really that the beach club looks natural within its surroundings, that we've sort of been honest, that we're... Um, Made of local limestone, we've got um, wooden structures and we've got some great happy little touches of Bahamian colour just to warm it up. And as you sort of walk into the beach club, you will see this huge vista and be able to choose where you want to go and spend time. You'll be able to see across the pool and down across the ocean. You'll be able to choose whether you want to sort of be glamorous and lie in some very, very comfy sun lounges and sit champagne cocktails, or whether you want to go and hang out in a little bit more of a bohemian way in one of our hammock groves. But it's always about choice and giving our sailors an amazing day um, at the beach, um, which is really, really good, isn't it? And then as day rolls on to night, the beach club starts to take on a different atmosphere as the lights start to twinkle and we start to light the bonfire. And it's, you know, a great place for a sunset party, you know, before we jump back on the ship. So an amazing day out. And we well, hope the, will that there be all any of...
2: food there, or is this just a non-stop drinking day? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm getting yeah, worried for you. There'll be food. <laughs> <laughs> Nirmal, do you want to just talk a little yeah, bit about Yeah, so
5: just to chime on, on, the, on the, the vibe of the beach club is really meant to resemble some of the best beach clubs in the Mediterranean. So we've been inspired by Ibiza, we've been inspired by Saint-Tropez, the Cinque Terre. Yeah. And one of the things that that makes an amazing beach club, on top of all the things that Dee talked about, and of course there'll be amazing food too, no buffet, but amazing food, uh, will be that, um, an amazing soundtrack. Because what really brings a beach up to life is is the right kind of music to set the right kind of energy. Uh, And obviously the brand has a huge history in music, so we're thinking very carefully about um, the music program here. And the other thing we're announcing today, actually, is that we are establishing a residency program for DJs at the Beach Club. Um, and we've, uh, the first DJ they will be playing there is actually the one and only Mark Ronson, who will be yeah, our founding DJ, very cool. um, well, which we're very exciting. excited about. He's going he's gonna to bring those six Grammys in tow when he comes to, to play for us. Uh, so he's in, he's, uh, we're announcing today that he'll be playing four times at the Beach Club in 2020, and he'll be the start of a, a DJ residency program at the Beach Club, which we think will make it really one of the best Beach Clubs in the world
2: besides Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club in Mykonos. Yeah, I just you can't, you can't really, really be that there. one, yeah.
5: Maybe the second best then behind that.
1: <laughs> I, think, I think we've got Boy George coming on board as I well. We definitely. So, uh, we
5: have Boy yeah. George in there too.
1: And yeah. um, just, just one thing on, the, on the, uh, what you said about the, um, getting the environment right and looking after the environment. Um, uh, I mean, I'm part of something called the B Team, which is trying to encourage all business leaders just to think, um, you know, about about the environment. And if you're creating something new like this, every, you've got to look, think of every single little aspect about how you can, um, you know, d- damage the environment as little as possible or enhance it. Um, so I'll give you just one idea, um, um, most sun creams kill reefs. Um, uh, the sun creams that don't kill reefs cost twice as much as the sun creams that do kill reefs. So um, Virgin Voyages is developing... A sun cream that we can people can just go and get, you know, pull a pull a lever and get it, um, which um, will not kill reefs, Um, and you know it's just every every single little thing detail like that um, that the team have looked at. Do you want to give any other other examples? Well,
3: I said you know, Richard, it starts with kind of Richard and this uh, this focus on the environment is really. In our DNA. So, we're proud to partner with some companies like Scan Ships and Climon and creating some, some new game changing technology about you know, taking uh, uh, energy, the heat from our, from our engines, and creating, turning that into clean energy. Um, doing some programs where we take waste and, and turning that into energy. So, we're studying that as well. We have developed a program on board a ship we're very proud of. I think a leading role in the industry. Uh, industries have done some things, but not to the extent that we have. We have banned all single-use plastics that, that our guests will use on board the ship. So that means yeah. no water bottles, no straws. This is bigger than just eliminating straws. Yes. No water bottles, no straws, no stirs, no, stirs, no individual serving packets. Yeah. Uh, that's and a big, and That's a
1: Single-use plastics on cruise ships end up in the sea. I mean, they get blown uh, well, blown into the sea. So.
3: So you know, we we're pretty proud. This is bold. This is, bold. This is costly. You know, companies make a lot of money on, on selling water bottles, but we think it's the right thing to do. But we'll have great water. We'll have Natura uh, uh, water dispensing stations around the ship, fantastic filtered water, and uh, free sparkling water as well. So we're, we're very proud of being able to take a, a step and a stand in the industry.
5: Yeah, and I think, if I may, Tom, the, this idea of including water is part of this rebellious luxe approach we have to developing this experience. So one of the things we wanted to make sure we did was we, we got rid of all those kind of holiday pain points, so we talked about um, you know, things that are annoyances, right? When you have a luxurious experience, you want to get rid really of annoyances. We talked about gratuities already. We've talked about um, all the restaurant cover charges are included. Uh, we've also gone and said included all the Wi-Fi. So unlimited Wi-Fi will be included in all our fares, which... We think is amazing because I think, I think Wi-Fi nowadays is a basic human right. Is it, <laughs> it right? going to be decently fast or is it'll it like, like you, dial-up? You'll, you'll be very happy. You'll be podcasting from the ship. Don't worry, Brian. It, it, the other it, thing it, we also it, did. It,
1: it means that Bain and Virgin shareholders um, uh, won't make any money,
5: but we'll go to heaven. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, um, to come to Tom's point, the other thing we also did was given that well-being is such a big part of who we are and vitamin C is a big part of who we are, we wanted to make sure that we included things like water, so still in sparkling water, coffees and teas, juices are all included in our ticket fare. You
3: can still buy a beer, though. You yeah, can still to buy to a beer, that. yeah.
5: And then also group fitness classes are also included. So we think that's part of being rebellious lux. And I think with all those holiday essentials included, you don't have to worry as much about your vacation. You can probably think, think more about the table and find it to be safe to dance on. I don't know, Richard, do you ever actually think about that before you get on a table, whether it's safe to dance on or do you just get up there? I, I have learnt to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, we've built I've, you a I've table. been on collapsing
1: tables dancing and uh, it's not pretty. So, and we've built uh, you a table so, to yeah.
5: dance on we in our massive we de- built you a special so, table. So
1: so I, I, you a table. I've got a rather big birthday next year and um, I've rented part of the cruise ship for it. Um, and um, and they've kindly given me the rock suite. The rock suite has a table, which not only is built for built dancing on, but it actually has a stairs going up, steps going up to the table. <laughs> <It's> like, Richard, <laughs> we're giving you the massive suite. <laughs> it's it's massive. massive. Yeah, massive. <laughs>
2: um. And so, you know, we, everyone was excited about, you know, Boy, George being on board. So, you are going to be on board. How can people join you on that uh, special birthday cruise?
1: Um, well, a few will be invited, <laughs> but there will be another 1,700 people coming to join in. And, then, uh, and we, we're going to have one hell of a party. So uh, VirginVoyages.com,
3: July
2: 2020. July 2020. All right. Well, let's take some questions from the audience. So, we have time for two questions.
4: Hi, I'm Seema Modi, correspondent at CNBC. I cover travel and cruises, though I think I'd be a great applicant for your DJ residency program, <laughs> just saying. Um, can you talk to us about the pricing structure? Is it an all-inclusive rate or a base rate? Then you pay more for the experiences on board and perhaps a beach club um, and how that, uh, how that stacks up against the competition from Royal Norwegian and the other cruise operators out there.
3: So, first of all, we don't think about the other cruise operators when we, we, when we do our pricing. We try to create something that is much more inclusive, where, again, everything we do is about being different. So we are going to include Wi-Fi. We are going to include uh, basic bevies. so not only water and, and filtered water and sparkling water, but all your drinks are included in that as well. So there are a lot of things that we are going to add, free fitness classes as well. Gratuity, so we're not charging gratuities at the end, which is a kind of a bummer at the end of the voyage when you look at your bill. All those type of things will be included. Of course, there will be things you charge for uh, uh, as you would elsewhere. So, uh, alcoholic beverages and the retail and uh, and shore things and those type of experiences. But we think we're all about creating value. And so, this is a premium experience. It will be a premium price but we want our sellers to come away thinking that they got an incredible value. We want them to come away thinking that this is not the best week of the year. This is the best week of their life and that's our focus. They come away saying they had an incredible time. It's worth paying what they paid for it because it created great value. And then We want them to tell all their friends. That's how we think about pricing.
1: So the, the way the Virgin Atlantic I think got established many years ago um, was we were offering a, a first class product but at a business class fair and, um, and that's, in a sense, what we try to do with every new business we set up. So we want every, everyone to leave Virgin Voyages thinking, wow, you know, we got our money's worth. Um, and, um, I, I, and, you know, I mean, they've made a real effort, for instance, to have, you know, most of the, uh, you know, most of the suites that people live in um, with a sea facing, with beautiful big verandas outside. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think the, the, pri- the pricing is pretty good.
3: So, as an example, for a for a sea uh, terrace, so a veranda cabin, um, for a five-night cruise, base price is about three thousand dollars for two for the cabin. So very reasonably priced product.
1: But if you want to, if you don't mind, if you don't want to stay too long in your room, you can get fifteen hundred and be on a be in a room that's slightly more inside the boat. Oh but you could still have a or we can get a rock rockstar suite. Star, yeah, how
3: much is that for the first one? a uh, rockstar suite's about $28,000. You never me. you never Think told me the that. You earned. <laughs> the the bill, we'll the invoice is in the later, mail, Richard. <laughs> Another question?
2: Just state
5: where you're from too.
2: <laughs> Michael Palmer, associate
4: publisher,
5: associate publisher of Business Traveler magazine. Um, we know, we uh, business business leaders are Oh, totally overworked. Uh, what is the... Um, I, but the, the big word right now is leisure, leisure travel. So uh, mixing business and leisure. What, uh, what could uh, the uh, cruise ship offer for that, for a business and leisure mix?
4: Well, I think it goes to that high-low thing again, is that in life, the modern life that we all live, we all have to work and play and play and work and get everything to fit around each other. So we are making sure you've got internet. We are making sure we've got spaces that are connected and there's power to... And, you know, and whether you're surfing the web or whether you're doing some work, you can be doing whatever you want, whether it's business or leisure. But that's the, that's the life we all live. And, and we've, we're a modern ship, and we've reflected that in our, in our interiors.
2: Well, thank you all so much for coming. Um, Richard, I know your birthday is not till July, but everyone at the Point Sky, we wanted to give you one of our signature.
1: Thank you very much.
2: Jet lagged AF
1: because who's more jet lagged than it, Richard Branson? <laughs> lo- thank you, Brian. It, it, it looks like, if I based on the size of it, that you've given me given me your own one. But anyway. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully, it doesn't smell. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. Great. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Again,
2: I'm your host, Brian Kelly. And this episode was produced by Caroline Chagrin and Jessica Rovniak with editing by Ryan Gabus. Our music's by Breakmaster Cylinder. And a special thanks to Adam Kotkin and Mike Bruno. If you like this episode and want to hear more, make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you downloaded this podcast. But more importantly, tell your friends. The more people we have listening, the more episodes we'll make. And if you tag me on Instagram at Brian Kelly or use the hashtag talking points on social media, I might even give you a shout out. See you next week. And until then, safe travels.